everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. With all four major sports in action, there's no better time of year to be a sports better. And with our new sports Equinox special, there's no better time to become a VSIN Pro subscriber. Sign them now and get a full VSIN Pro access to everything we do through May 1st for only $120, including daily best bets, unlimited access to our betting splits, plus all our exclusive betting content for the MLB playoffs, college football, the rest of the NFL season, March Madness, the NBA and NHL regular season, and the NFL draft. Don't miss this limit time offer visit beeson.com slash subscribe to sign up now it's gil alexander it's kelly bidlin when was the first time you heard uh someone refer to the uh confluence of all four major sports referred to as the equinox what was I, that i don't know man a while back but you know what i can already think of well, the first time i ever heard someone say that I, I thought to myself you're being you're trying to be too funny and too cute about it and here we are. Just the time of year. Here we are promoting it. <laughs> uh, by the way, I do. I, last thing about that game last night, I don't want to like completely. I, I felt like I was dismissing the Jaguars. Gamer performance by Trevor Lawrence, who also led the Jaguars in rushing yesterday after all day long. We were just talking about how is he going to play? Is he not going to play? What's going to happen? He played, played well. Yeah, I mean that's a good Saints defense. The I mean you 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 brought it up with the Christian Kirk one. There was the the that Kirk catch, and then a couple of those Lawrence runs where it's like. The speed clearly surprised the Saints. Like, took bad angles. Like the Kirk one did. It's like he passed the whole team. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, good for the Jaguars. Thirty-one twenty-four win, and the uh, Saints fall to three and four in that. Uh, let's bring him in to talk both college football, uh, get an update on his pro football model, and of course, a bevy of season-long basketball picks from the host of Hardwood Handicappers and also host of a couple college football shows on the weekend here. Uh, at VEASAN, noon Saturday, 1 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. First a, uh, a live show on Saturday, then an opening line show on college football on Sunday. It is the great, and I'm talking about our senior NBA analyst, the great Jonathan Von Tobel. How you doing, JVT? Uh, I'm good. Don't forget, author of both the West Coast and Mountain West Conferences and the upcoming college basketball guide, which people should check out as part of that Sports Equinox special. There you go. I, I would not have forgotten that, but I'm glad you reminded me. Um, let me let me ask you first about football, because I know we've got a bunch of basketball to get to. Uh, first, your favorite college football play of the weekend. Do you have one? 
Oh, yeah. Okay, so there's a couple. I mean, now there's still threes out there. So it looks like Tyler Van Dyke's going to play. Last week, a lot of people, Gil, thought the buy a low spot for Miami was coming off of that loss to Georgia Tech. I think it's this week against Clemson. You know, when you're catching three, three and a half at home uh, against a Clemson team that ranks in the, I think they're 88th in offensive EPA overall, somewhere in that range. You're still a good defensive team. I think this is the spot to come in and buy low on the Miami Hurricanes. So they're going to be up there uh, in terms of one of the best bets that are out there. And I laid nine uh, with Alabama. Obviously, it's down to eight and a half, a couple of spots. Mm. I think that's still worth playing. Uh, Joe Milton and this Tennessee offense have not been good from a passing perspective. And I love this Alabama defense. So those would be the top two. Alabama, lay the points there and take the three at the very least uh, with Miami at home against Clemson. Yeah, and you're right about how everybody seemed to be on Miami this past week. And that did not manifest. Uh, How's the Jonathan Von model going in the NFL? Uh, it's, it's so it's still trucking along. So last week, two and three in best bets, seven and eight in overall edges uh, for the season. We are eighteen and twelve in the super contest, and we've got I think we're about fifty. So you have to get I have to get the exact number. I think we're about fifty-seven, thirty-eight and two somewhere around there with overall edges. So wow. uh, it's still trucking along about you know a third of the way through the season. So we'll see if they can keep it up. So hopefully this week a uh, very big edge for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, that's going to be the biggest edge of the top five that we're going to use. Uh, Bills, Dolphins are in that. Bears, Giants. Uh, and the uh, fifth one escapes me at this well, uh, let's see, did I say I mentioned the Dolphins? I can't remember what the fifth one is, but th- those will be the four for sure. Uh, Bills, Dolphins, Giants, and Bears will be on the card this week. Bills, Dolphins, Giants, there's 57, 38, and two. You should be playing every one of these edges. My goodness. That's awesome. Yeah, so, it's 60, yeah, it's, 60% in the super contest. Nothing to sneeze at either. Yep. Good for yep. you, man. So, yeah, I like it. You know, it's as somebody who obviously did this for the first time and it's trucking along the way that it is. It does feel good to see that it's, you know, getting off to this start. And we'll see what the rest of the season brings, because we're only a third of the way through the whole thing. And by the way, I just remember it, the Buccaneers are going to be the Buccaneers. Buccaneers. Here's the last question about that before we get to basketball. Has this exercise made it has the topic sentence of this exercise been the less of me, the better? Is that the takeaway? Oh, like, like I don't have to do anything, right? So it's all like based on the machine. Yeah, essentially yeah I, don't, I don't mean you, Jonathan Vontola, but the less of us as human beings, the better. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It is kind of weird to be so it even though I update it every week. I'm glad you asked that because like while I update the numbers every week, it does give me this sense of like disconnection with everything, right? Where it's just like it's kind of taken out of my hands. You put in the numbers and then it comes back and then that's what we're doing. So it's kind of like <laughs> this weird disconnected process of doing it the whole time. So it's interesting. But yeah, the, the machines will take over at one point, I think. All right. JVT and Kelly Bidlin do a basketball podcast called Hardwood Handicappers. John is our senior NBA analyst and you have a mess of season-long NBA bets. Let's start with some season win totals, beginning with the defending champion, Denver Nuggets. What do you think? Yeah, so we, I went under with the Denver Nuggets. Uh, you can bet them under 53 and a half still. And, you know, a lot is they have the best starting five in the NBA. I don't think there's really any question about that. Uh, but the bench is the real question here. And I think ultimately when you your depth matters so much more in the regular season. So when you look at the likes of Reggie Jackson and Christian Brown, DeAndre Jordan, who's going to be playing center, Peyton Watson, Zeke Naji, like you're asking a lot and you're going to be developing a lot of young guys as the season goes along. And I just think that ultimately leads to a suffering record. I think once you get to the postseason, this team will be just as deadly. And I should still be a top three seed in the Western Conference. I don't expect them to fall to like sixth. But to sit there and ask them to win 54 or more games, given the makeup of their bench deal, and especially when you're talking about the makeup of the West around them, I think that ultimately leads to a, a downgraded record from last season. So under 53 and a half was the top win total. It was the first one that I went out to go make once win totals were posted. I love this because you it's a it's a slew of betting against human achievement, as we like to say here. So you're under yeah. on the Kings at 44 and a half. You're also under on the Raptors yeah. and the Bulls, both at 36 and a half. Speak on whichever one of those you want. 
Sure. And, and yeah, I feel somewhat negative with all of these, right? Because they're all unders. But I think for Sacramento, you know, there was a lot of signs that some regression is coming for this team. One of the things that when anybody asks me about this win total, I keep going to Gil. Last year, the top eight players in terms of minutes per game for the Sacramento Kings all played at least 73 games. Like that's an immense amount of health, like luck that you're going to get that you're probably not going to be able to repeat. A winning record in clutch games, you know, games within five points, five or fewer minutes left to go, shooting 50% in clutch minutes, allowing you there. You had the clutch player of the year. These are all categories that you expect to regress or change from year to year and not that are easily replicable. So under on the Sacramento Kings and again, in a much better Western Conference. And the, the, the other one I'll focus on really quickly. Th- this is this is purely speculation on what the Toronto Raptors are going to do. But I would assume that after watching Fred Van Vliet walk for nothing, you have OG and Anobi, who's got a player option for next year that he's surely going to decline. You got Pascal Siakam was on an expiring deal. I think it's time to see the writing on the wall. Realize you're not really going much in many places with this current core. Get a ton of assets back for those two guys. I don't expect that those two dudes are going to be Raptors by the time we get past the trade deadline, thus betting under on the Toronto Raptors at 36 and a half wins. I like a trade deadline consideration. All right, you're a believer in the Suns. You are betting them to be the first seed at plus 340. Yes, I, I'm in. Like, I think from a regular season standpoint, this team has everything you want, right? You have elite offensive players. They are a team that is built around mid range. They've done such a good job in terms of adding in the margins the pieces that they need, right? One of the big questions we had was like, what's going on with this roster? How are you going to fill in the, the holes that you have? And they did, I think, brilliantly, not only a free agency and adding the pieces that they did, but then getting involved in the trade for Damian Lillard and getting back use of Nurkic. Nasir Little had a really good game last night. I really like what this team has. And I think you'll, you do have a legitimate MVP candidate. You have Kevin Durant as well, but Devin Booker, I think, is going to be an MVP candidate. So I've got a lot of pro Sun stuff when it comes to the regular season. Betting them to be the first overall seed of plus 340. Betting Devin Booker uh, to win MVP at 22, 23 to 1, which is also out there and I think correlates. Because I think when you look at Kevin Durant and Bradley Beal, they have much more of a shaky injury history than a guy like Booker does. Booker missed time last year, but he's got a sturdier bill of health throughout his career. So I think putting all of those things together, I think this team is built for the regular season. So I'm not going to be surprised if they win the one seed. You can also, if you want, over at DraftKings, bet over under seeding. So if you like go under three or two and a half, right? Top two seeds under three and a half. I think under three and a half for the uh, Phoenix Suns is somewhere around minus 115, minus 120, maybe minus 130. If you want to do that, you can do it too. But I think this team's going to be good in the regular season. All right, 30 seconds on the rest of these. We'll go rapid fire. Hawks to win the Southeast Division at plus 210. Is that more of a, I just don't think the Heat are going to win this. So by default, it's the Hawks. Uh, it's that, and it's they should have won it last year, so I refuse to quit on Atlanta now with Quinn Snyder to full offseason. Good. I like that. Uh, this is a long shot play. I'm sure you're willing to admit that, but you are you were about the Cavs last year, too, if I recall. Yes. You do have a future on them to win it all, huh? Yep, and I'll put it simply like this. You know, I keep saying this, Gil. Last year, not many people thought that Bruce Brown and Kentavious Caldwell-Pope would make the difference in the finals championship, and it did. And I think for Cleveland, when you have George Niang and Max Struz to help out in the two most weak positions you had, add to your shooting, they're going to run more, they're going to shoot more. I like a lot of what Cleveland did, so I'll take the long shot. I like a good NBA futures dump that we're having right now. This is the sexiest of them all. You ready for this? Rookie of the year. What you got? So this is actually unavailable. I know this is just something I bet actually at the beginning of a summer league when Ke- Kelly and I were out there watching these games, got Cam Whitmore at 100 to 1 uh, to win Rookie of the Year. That guy's going to be, he was awesome in the summer league. He's showing flashes of preseason. I think I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what he has for Houston, who I think is a candidate to go over their win total. Too. All right, if it, it fell in love with if, Cam Whitmore. If it summer. doesn't end up being Whitmore, who would you say for people to bet? 
I think I'd probably roll with the Holmgren only because he's he's getting used to the rigors of the season, traveling with the team, you know, being at practices. I'd go with Holmgren. JVT, enjoy the beginning of the season on Tuesday, man. Good luck I this will. weekend. I will. Good talk to you guys. Jonathan Montobel, everybody, at me, JVT, on the old Twitter machine. We'll talk some college football with our buddy, the Bear, Chris Felica from Fox Sports. His best bets of the weekend and what he's got going on in baseball as well. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. All right, we got to take a break. Talk about Zen nicotine pouches. We're always debating what a team needs to do to get to number one. By the way, somebody somebody tweeted in yesterday. Are we always debating that? Uh, but Zen nicotine <laughs> pouches, they're already there. It's helped millions of people achieve lasting change, earning the title of America's number one nicotine pouch. Find your Zen at your local convenience store or online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. Kelly Bidlon. Live here at uh, Barcan at the D. By the way, that uh, field goal footage of Matt Brown went over very well yesterday with everybody. Nice job. Yeah, that was Matt. good stuff. That was good stuff. Dakota did a great job. Yes, he uh, did. Shooting that, editing that, everything. Wonderful. And we won the money. So We won know, the money. We won the money. That's <laughs> all that matters. Uh, this man wins the money lots of times during the week. He's Chris Felica. He's the Bear from Fox Sports and, of course, the uh, Bear Bets podcast, both college football and pro versions. Chris Felica joins us now. How you doing, man? I, you know, I did not expect to be starting the, the interview with this, but you saying you win the money. It reminded me of growing up in New York. I'm sure there are people out there who, who remember the it was like a New York lotto commercial and they like go around to like man on the street and talk about and why do you play a lotto? And, and this, the, the, there's one woman's reaction. He's like, you win the money. <laughs> it just it just reminded me. You of win. By the way, I feel like I should be a, a guest on long shots right now. I'm sitting here at Muirfield Village. So uh, I don't know if you can get Kelly and Matt to oh. fire, fire up the long shots pot. We can do it's called long shots. Maybe put, and maybe talk about this. Uh, thing with phil mickelson and a four hundred thousand dollar bet on the u.s team at medina <laughs> hey chris we, you're welcome we, anytime we don't really bring that up enough on this network do we no, you never I, hear about I, I that i can't believe i haven't heard about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i think the uh, i think the exact quote chris that you're looking for uh is 
Um, he was playing the Ryder Cup at Medina, and he wanted to bet 400000 on his team. I think that's the exact quote that you're looking for. Before we get your college football plays, is there, are there legs to this Michigan thing? For, for anybody who's missed this, it's Michigan. Oh, he's already. There's my, there's my reaction already. He's, he's sighing out. But Kelly was mentioning, we, were, we talked about this off air. It, it, the headline says sign stealing. Everybody's brain goes to, oh, it's Houston Astros sign stealing. Everybody does it. It must not be that big a deal. No, they actually like had people at other games t- in a scheme that's being alleged since 2021 taking other teams, future opponents, signs. Is this anything? Is this a thing? I mean, it's not. I mean, I mean, so what? The signs are there. People are doing it. Like That's like a... It's like a job almost in baseball. Like I can remember like being a again far different from college football or, or pro football with what the Patriots were alleged of doing as well. Like I remember like sitting there trying to look at look at the opposing catcher and look at it and trying to see what pitch might be coming. Like this isn't like a okay you're recording it and you're running it back or you're secretly the the, the signs are right there in the open and, and that's part of the gig. If you can get in, look this is this is a professional sport. I mean, don't make any any bones about it. You're mm-hmm. you're being paid a lot of money to win to win college football games and a and a national championship. Do whatever you can do to get an edge. I have I have no issue with it. Like as long as it's literally okay, we're going to go there and try and figure out a sequence and see what it is. Now, if it's something egregious, is okay. We have someone in center field recording uh, with a video camera and hear the pitch that's coming and sending a signal that way. That's wrong. But if it's if it's someone just trying to write down the sequence of the signs and figure out what's place coming. Hey, all's all's fair in uh, love and war, right? Yeah, and it feels like the distinction is if they, if they saw it on TV, it wouldn't be a problem. But because they were at the game, right? They send someone to the game, then it's a problem, kind of thing. Um, doesn't make many much sense. All right, big noon Saturday, the game, Penn State, Ohio State, the Buckeyes favored by four and a half. Let's get your thoughts on that first. I mean, like everybody, I I played under forty seven earlier in the week, and now it's come down quite a bit. Um. Maybe an Ohio State team total under 25 and a half, I think, is what I had seen. Uh, might be a way to go as well. I, I don't know how healthy uh, Abuka is, the wide receiver. I don't know how healthy Trevion Henderson is, uh, or Mayan Williams, for that matter. So th- this could be a very shorthanded Ohio State offense, or at least uh, the guys who might be playing may not be near uh, 100%. This, Manny Diaz is a really good defense. They've got uh, as many, I think it's seven or eight NFL prospects on that defense, draft picks on that team. Um, they're really good defensively. And I think the way they are, their offense kind of helps their defense out with, they don't have a ton of big plays on the offensive side of the ball. You can possess the ball for as long as you can keep it out of Ohio State's hands. I think that will, will help them hang around the game. So if I, if I, if I had to play one thing in this game that right now that's still available, I'd be looking at that Ohio State team total under. Ohio State team total under. If I asked you for your just your your broad opinion on those three Big Ten teams we just discussed, Michigan, Penn State, and Ohio State, who's the best? Because we don't really have Michigan. a like Michigan by far, huh? Yeah, maybe not, not even close. Michigan, I think, is the most complete team on, on both sides of the ball in all positions. The way they the way they complement each other on offense and defense, okay. with, with or without. Uh, whatever cheating is being alleged, or sign stealing, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> that aside, uh, Kelly. It's interesting, though. However, this game um, might wind up being like the least important game for Penn State because there's a scenario where we get like a three-way tie. Ohio State wins on Saturday. Uh, Penn State beats Michigan in State College. Then Michigan were to beat Ohio State in in, in, uh, in Arbor. 
Like all three teams could be 11 and one, and we could go down eventually like the fifth or sixth tie break in the Big Ten, which is like opponent winning percentage and cross division uh, opponents. So like right now, that would favor Penn State. So this is not a uh, all or nothing game for the Nittany Lions at all. That game against Michigan in a couple of weeks in State College, I think, is far more important for Penn State than tomorrow's is. I'm more, my brain already went to next year and beyond when none of these games are going to matter. Thank goodness. You, you, are, you aren't excited about a, a Michigan-Iowa Big Ten Championship game? That, that 45-3 game from a couple of years ago did, did, it didn't do anything for you? Yeah. All right. What do you like best this weekend? Um, ugly dogs, I, I think, is, is the way to go. Um, I think you're looking at a, a team like Illinois getting two and a half at home uh, against Wisconsin uh, with Tanner Mordecai out now for Wisconsin. The, the evolution to a, to a spread offense is not going well for Wisconsin. Now you don't have your quarterback. You got a freshman in there. Uh, you know Brett Bielema would love to beat his former employer and kick him a little bit uh, while he's down. So I, I took two and a half with, with Illinois. Uh, I laid 11 and a half with Nebraska against Northwestern. Uh, if Nebraska has done anything well this year, it shut bad offenses down. You held Minnesota to 13, uh, Northern Illinois to 11, Louisiana Tech 14, uh, Illinois 7. It, it may not be comfortable uh, getting to 27-10 or so, but it feels kind of like a 27-10 uh, a type game. I took Minnesota plus 3.5 against Iowa. Again, this is just a weird number, and, and I get there aren't any fishy lines out there or trap lines like like this, but – you have a six and one Iowa team against a, at home against a team that's three and three, coming off of a fifty-two ten loss, gave up thirty-seven points to Northwestern. And this number is only three and a half. Iowa has dominated the series. It, the number just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop on the boat with PJ Fleck and take a. Uh, Golden Gophers plus the three and a half. And let me and let I me let me interrupt it. before you continue. You're not touching that total of thirty and a half or thirty-one. No, it, it, it's too low for me. Even though it was, even though the total last year was like thirty-one, and it didn't come close to going. Yeah. So it, 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 it's just a, a number where it would be tempting to go over, but I just can't touch it. This is the one where it ends up. It, it ends up either way, right? It, if it ends up at right. twenty-four or if it ends up at thirty-eight, you're so mad at yourself either way. You're like, oh, I should have done that. You know, as, as we say, like, you don't have to bet everything out there. And that's the biggest advantage that we have. Uh, and then I took UCF plus 17 and a half against Oklahoma. OU hasn't played uh, since upsetting Texas and Dallas. But it seems like every year OU has one of those games where they struggle as a double digit favorite. Three of the last four years, they've lost a game outright as a double digit favorite. If you go back since 2018, 11 times they've won a game in which they've been a double-digit favorite by single digits. So it's not uncommon for OU to just kind of have that game where they, they just kind of maybe sleepwalk a little bit or struggle more than you'd expect. I don't expect UCF to go in there and win, but, but I do think there's enough on that UCF offense to potentially give uh, Oklahoma some trouble. So I took, uh, I took the Knights plus 17 and a half. All right, since Kelly Bidlin is sitting to my right, what about the fighting Kelly Bidlins of Florida State? 14 and a half point favorites. Hosting 5-1 I, I like, Duke. I, I, I would play Florida State this week mm. just because I don't know the full status of Riley Leonard, Duke's quarterback. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks now since he had that ankle injury uh, against Notre Dame. I missed Alaska, missed last week. If he's hindered at all, there's no way he's going to be able to play the type of game that Duke needs him to play. He's a, he's a, a mobile guy, likes to use his legs as well as his arm. The offense completely goes through him. But if he is not able to go, 
or if he's hindered, that, that's a that's a tough ask for uh, for Duke to go on the road to Doe Campbell and beat a Florida State team, by the way, right now, which is absolutely clicking uh, on all cylinders. They they completely annihilated uh, Syracuse last week, and, and I almost get the sense like they they they've been hearing a little bit about yeah, but their power ratings are lower compared to the other unbeaten's or. The ACC is no good. What about what about North Carolina? It almost feels like Mike Norvell and that, and that coaching staff kind of been listening to the real words that are out there and just saying, hey, uh, maybe maybe remember about us, the team that uh, already beat LSU and has and beat Clemson this year as well. All right, Chris Valika rooting for the Astros as well, correct? Absolutely, go Astros! Let's go. <laughs> Highlight of the weekend for me. We need to win tonight. Bear Bets Pod, college football on Thursdays, pro football on Fridays. Check it out at Chris Valika on Twitter. Thank you, Chris. Ed Fang, interception props next. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, don't forget on DraftKings Sportsbook this season, new customers can bet, can bet rather $5 and pocket $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get a no sweat same game parlay every day. Download the app and use the promo code VEGAS when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Skill Alexander, Kelly Bidlin alongside, producer number nine, so much more than a producer. Uh, and now, ladies and gentlemen, a real treat. Uh, a gentleman who lives in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and it was just returned from his trip stealing signs for the University of Michigan football team. Uh, it's the Power Ranks, Ed Fang. How you doing, Ed? I'm doing great, Gil. How are you? I'm doing very well. Is that true, by the way? I just made that up. I'm not sure if that's true. No? No? No trip for you? You know, sometimes I take trips and I yeah. go watch other college football games. <laughs> Things happen. Harbaugh's my neighbor. That's right. You know, if you pick... You pick up some stuff, you know. You just pick up some stuff. By the way, sweet Bundesliga shirt. By the way, by the way, sweet Bundesliga uniform. Very nice. Yeah. Go Dortmund. Go. To, it's oh, a kit. Oh, it's, it's a Dortmund kit. kit. A yeah. Dortmund, Dortmund kit. kit. Yeah. My my bad. Um. Okay. As you pointed out, Dortmund, the uh, the runner up, the uh, bridesmaid to Bayern Munich for uh, five thousand years in a row in uh, Bundesliga. Here's, here's why we have you on. And by the way, the PowerRank.com, not just PowerRank.com, but ThePowerRank.com is the site, the analytics site that Ed founded so many years ago. He does the uh, football analytics podcast for many, many years. You came on this show uh, prior to the season starting, as you do from time to time. Sometimes we do uh, NCAA March Madness stuff and how to do your pool most optimally. But we, we talked this, this offseason about interception Props, but specifically, you know, the notion that turnovers in the NFL fumbles, we know to be non-predictive in terms of who recovers them. But you thought you might be able to wrap your arms around interceptions. Can you sort of give the background on that first? Right. It was 2020 and I didn't know if I'd be doing anything that fall because football was uh, in limbo. And so I got pretty deep into some research on interceptions. And the gist of it is that, you know, interceptions by themselves are not very predictive of future interceptions. But if you kind of expand the set of events that you look at, basically you look at every time a quarterback puts the ball in danger, uh, you can do much better in predicting interceptions. The NFL play-by-play has this data in terms of passes defended. So these are plays in which a defender gets uh, a hand on the ball, could be at the line of scrimmage. I'm actually more interested when a defensive back gets uh, his hand on the ball. And so when you look at the sum of interceptions plus passes defended, I call these bad balls, and you look at that rate, that tends to be very predictive. I feel like we saw a perfect example last night with Derek Carr and the Saints. 
he had a third and and uh, longish from pretty deep in his territory. And instead of uh, you know, he tried to force the ball down the field to uh, to try to get that first down, which is you know, which is which is fine. That's that's kind of what you want to do. Defender gets his hands on the ball. Jacksonville uh, intercepts the ball, returns it for a touchdown. Probably the difference in that game. But I thought that was a really good example, right? Because every time a defender gets a hand on the ball, it's not going to turn into a pick. Uh, but it does turn out about one fifth of the time that a defender gets his hand on the ball, it ends up turning into a pick. So I thought that was a pretty good example. Uh, Derek Carr last night, and 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 that's the that's the extent of my analysis. And uh, we talked about it a little bit this preseason. Yeah, I've been applying it to games. It's been going pretty well. And uh, yeah, looking to continue. Well, so no, let's seize on that. It has been going well. So what have you been betting? Interception props over? Like what is the what is the yeah. thing that you've been betting specifically? Court like you know under a half or over a half an interception, that kind of exactly. thing. Okay. Exactly. So the market for interceptions, like the main market, is half an interception. So you're essentially betting whether uh, a quarterback will throw an interception. Uh, I have a model that will give you a percentage, and you know just overall, you know the the interception rate over the last three years has been about two point three percent. Uh, if you take the average number of pass attempts, you get that you should expect an interception in about 55% of games just by NFL averages. And then what actually happens is that, you know, these these quarterbacks that are about NFL average at throwing picks end up you end up getting numbers like plus 130 for them to throw a pick. And when you go to my model, you're you, you're getting 53, 54%, for example. Um, I think a good example last week, I had this in my free newsletter at thepowerrank.com, uh, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is actually pretty good at not throwing interceptions. He's, he's about NFL average, but he tends to throw the ball a lot. I think the markets had him at like 37 pass attempts last week. The more times you throw the ball, the more likely you are to throw an interception. I think it was plus money on Burrow. Uh, and he did. And, and so that's typical of, uh, the, the type of bets that I've been making. These are all available to, to members on my site. Have you made bets for this weekend? Uh, I have released a couple. Uh, would you like to hear a few? We would like to hear a few. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I think we, did we freeze on it? Ed, are you still there? Awesome. So, right, so yeah, one quarterback. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Go, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I'm really pleased. Uh, Jalen Hurts had an awful game last week against the Jets. He had three interceptions. Uh, His bad ball rate was even worse. And I really thought the last interception was completely inexcusable, kind of throwing in the double coverage actually cost the game. I really thought there would be no value in Hurts this week, but I was actually wrong. So I actually have Jalen Hurts over a half interception plus 105 against Miami. Um, So he's getting closer to even money, which is where it should be. Uh, but my model actually says he's about 54.6% to throw a pick. So I do think that's pretty good against a f- about a 48.7% break even probability. Um, I think Hertz was incredible last year at not throwing picks. Uh, I believe we talked about that this preseason, Gil. And, and I feel like he's good. He is about NFL average. You know, he's kind of gotten better every year, although after last week, his numbers for the current season are actually worse than NFL average. But I don't want to make too much of one week, but in general, heading into the season, I expected Jalen Hurts to throw more picks uh, than he did last year. That has been the case. The market has adjusted, but not quite enough. So I like Jalen Hurts uh, plus 105 versus Miami. Yeah, couldn't agree with you more about that last pick. Never should have been throwing it in the first place. The Eagles, that uh, 
that's above Jalen Hurts at that point. But yes, a awful pass. What else did you end up on? Yeah, so here's a lean. Uh, so Josh Allen was actually a quarterback coming into the season that I thought would throw fewer interceptions uh, than projected. I actually have a season-long bet on him, which obviously didn't start out too well when he throws three picks in that game, uh, that opener against the Jets. But he's actually pretty good at taking care of the ball. Uh, he's calmed down a little bit this season. Um, I have uh, Josh Allen under a half interception. So I have Josh under not to throw a pick. Josh Allen not to throw a pick at plus 110. Um, my, you know, the models basically giving this 50 50. So there's a little bit of value because the break even probability is 47.6. Uh, I call this a lean because uh, I, I, I look for a difference of about five percentage points when uh, I, I actually suggest a bet with members on my site. So I'll put this in the lean category. Uh, I do like him to go under at New England. Um, you know, there's also the chance that the game kind of gets away from New England. Buffalo's up late in the game. Obviously, the likelihood that you throw an interception late in the game when you're up is is much less. You know, you're not taking risks. You're not pushing the ball down the field. And um, yeah, so so one of the things I've discovered uh, and and this was actually from watching Jalen Hurts. He he hadn't thrown a lot of picks. He actually I think he did not. I had a bet on him against Washington to throw a pick. He did not throw a pick. But in watching that game, you know, he was really forcing the ball down the field. He really likes to go deep to AJ Brown. And while his bad ball rate wasn't particularly bad in that game, I thought there were kind of multiple plays in which a defender ended up closer to the ball than, than AJ Brown. And so I actually went back and, and looked at interceptions uh, based on air yards, right? So if a quarterback throws the ball 10 or more yards down the field, how often is he likely to throw a pick versus fewer than 10 yards? And obviously we know that you know, you're more likely to throw a pick if you push the ball down the field. But what actually surprised me is you're almost four times more likely to throw a pick with 10 or more air yards. Not quite four times as many, but it, it's like 4.4% compared to like 1.2% or something like that. Uh, so so this is something else uh, that I look at. And, and I just bring that back to Josh Allen, right? Because he's not going to be throwing the ball down the field if he's up late against New England. Uh Shade that a little bit towards the under. All Something right. my model to cover, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're always looking to, uh, you know, bring up markets that, uh, you know, the average person may not be thinking about. Uh, Gilles Gallant from, uh, from the Action Network pointed out that with plus money interception props this year, uh, if you had just bet plus money side of each of these props for every quarterback, um, there's only been one losing week so far this past week. You would have gone ten and two with plus money situations. So anytime there's a plus available, I should say, you would have been over ten units this past weekend alone. There was another week earlier in the in the year, week two, where you would have been uh, near seven units to the positive. Only been one losing week thus far if you're betting plus money interception props blindly. So Ed Fang might very well be on to something right there. Ed, great seeing you. Great talking to you, man. Yo, thanks so much for having me on. I really appreciate your time. Ed Fang, PhD, by the way. PhD. His brain is bigger than the both of ours combined. <laughs> That's right. At the Power Rank on Twitter. We'll come back. Paul Carr on Premier League next. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.